This is interesting. Zog and I have been given our first fuel cell equipped car to drive. It's the Hyundai iX35. Uh, I've looked in the boot. There's a great big tank of hydrogen there filling our fuel cell. And it goes quietly. Well, this is a whole new transport experience for us. Absolutely. First time in a uh, in hydrogen fuel there's something ever so slightly science fiction still about driving around in uh, an electric car because of course this type of hydrogen car is an electric car it simply uh, uses that hydrogen to power a fuel cell which creates electricity which drives the electric motors pushing us forward at that sort of acceleration rate that you get from an electric car, that's pretty handy, wasn't it? Uh, and it's got energy recovery as well, which adds to the efficiency. Yeah, which obviously in an electric powertrain vehicle is, you know, entirely sensible, if you like, right, you know, rather than being uh, uh, an extra. You know, it's, it's right there in, in there at the heart of it, because if you've got an electric motor, an electric motor works as a generator as well as a motor, so it, uh, it makes absolute sense to take advantage of that ability to, to do both, to recover energy and make the whole thing more efficient. It, yeah, it, it, efficiency is the key there because you're using basically the same device as to power it and to recover your energy and that, that, that's smart, you know, the fewer number of components or a component which can do more than one job uh, adds to the efficiency. Well, and, and, and even more important in that respect, you're, you're not throwing away energy. You, know, you burn some fuel, which the internal combustion engine turns into forward motion, kinetic energy, and then when you hit the brakes, the kinetic energy gets turned to heat and is wasted, it's lost to the atmosphere. Uh, on the other hand, in, electric, in an electric vehicle, you can slow down by turning the motor backwards, if you like, running as a generator, and instead, that kinetic energy gets turned into electricity that you can store in your battery and then you turn that back into kinetic energy when you want to go again. One of the challenges with hydrogen is is how you store it. Mm. Uh, you can store it as a liquid but uh, liquid hydrogen is very cold and it tends to evaporate and tends to lose it or you can store it as a compressed gas um, or you can store it in a... Yeah. Attached to as a metal hydride. Metal hydride. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and did I miss a turning back then? I think we probably did. We were having too much fun. Yeah. We need to do right in a, a right about 30 metres, it says. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're not running, we're not running away with your cars. <laughs> <laughs> may never see them again. Um, talking about the, the storage, I had a look in the boot while you were familiarising yourself with the controls. Um, this right here, I guess. Yeah, got it. Uh, I looked in the boot. There is a, a, a hydrogen tank there with compressed hydrogen stored at about se uh, 700 bar which sounds to me pretty scary that sounds yeah. like a hydrogen bomb no it's a, it's terrifyingly high pressure it's enormously high pressure and it's uh, uh, I believe it's something of a challenge to you know to build a tank that's cheap and light and can store stuff at that pressure um, so uh, yeah let's uh, let's get back there and find out how they did it yeah. Okay, I think I've got to swap over now, haven't we? I think I get to drive. Yes, I think you do. Oh, subtle on the throttle there. And uh, let's just see what the acceleration and electric fuel sort of car is like. You have reached your tour point. The tour point is to the right. Okay. 
Okay, let's try that again. Let's see. It's not it's not like Tesla acceleration, but certainly I would say better than it's about the same as a petrol car, not sort of the surge you get from a diesel at low revs. And I would imagine it would just carry on accelerating the same way, regardless of the speed, because it's an electric motor. But yeah, the acceleration is good and strong. Yeah, good and strong, uh, yeah. Not it's quite not the Tesla Roadster, but... Um, but neither is it a milk float. Exactly, but it's not a small car. No, it's... Let's uh, let this chip go. I'd be you very happy sir? with this performance around town. Yeah. But the nice thing is that, of course, that it's yeah. quiet yeah. and there's only water coming out of the exhaust pipe at the moment. That's right, isn't yeah. it? A dribble of water. Yeah. So we're actually driving a car that was powered in the same way as the electrical systems on board the Apollo Command and Service module. Yeah, which is, you know, a uh, yeah. little comparison that one can never uh, right. resist uh, making. Cause I That's just cool. It's just cool. <laughs> it's just cool. Yeah, it goes, it goes, it goes. Let's just turn the air conditioning off for a second yeah. in order that we can. So we're not done. blowing across the microphone. Well, and also to hear a bit more of well, kind of what. Turn right um, and then you will reach your tour. What the car sounds like when it's on the move okay. without the air con. We'll be quiet then. Yeah. Here we go. Listen. Not very much. It's basically um, the sound of the wheels and the dry train. Yeah, tire noise. Now, turn right and then right. The sat nav is the noisiest thing. It is, yeah. Uh, no, I think we're the noisiest oh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the range of this particular car is 500 and something kilometres. 594 kilometres was the range uh, that's quoted on five and a half kilos of fuel, mm -hmm. I think, is what uh, it can store in the tank. Uh, oh, maybe we should have done that right. I, I, I approve of uh, hydrogen cars, uh, but I think they do have a slight image problem. Now, turn left and then left. Whilst um, hydrogen, to those in the know, seems like a, a fuel of the future, the hydrogen car is quite a science fiction thing. In 100 metres, turn left and then left. Um, for some people, hydrogen carries with it the legacy of the Hindenburg disaster. Now, hydrogen was not responsible for the crash of the Hindenburg. It was actually the paint, as I understood, which oxidised. And and I think it, it, it's disputed. Okay. The, uh, that one. Okay. What the cause um, of the explosion was. Um, uh, but, but yeah, but, 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 but it was painted with... Uh, now, turn right. A mixture of nitrocellulose, which is an explosive, and aluminium powder. Mm -hmm. Which is basically well, the fuel yeah. uh, of the side rocket it's motors a, in the space shuttle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but hydrogen is. But yeah, you say that that, that right Hindenburg right. Association is uh, is there for some people, I guess. Mm. But, um, but you know, now, which is silly because. You know, when you drive around in a petrol car, you're driving around with a tank full of 
in 100 a meters very turn right onto Hammersmith Road. Substance that you know has a lot of power in it. If you you know if your petrol tank yeah. goes up, turn that's, right. that's quite a big bang. Mm -hmm. um, uh, doesn't happen very often because actually you know you need you need to mix it with oxygen in order to burn it and tank of liquid fuel is always a different thing to a, a tank of explosive vapour, which is what you need to make a bang. How safe is it to have a tank of compressed gas? Mm. Uh, in fact, a tank of gas that's compressed to a very high pressure, to a very high pressure in your vehicle. Now, again, I mean, a lot of, a lot of vehicles drive around with tanks of... I know you're a fan of electric vehicles because... Well, as we've discussed before, it's a very smart way of, uh, of, of turning wheels. How can you not be a fan of electric cars? Uh, an electric drivetrain is more efficient than an internal combustion engine powertrain. Uh, we're going to run out of fossil fuel at some point. It's not going to get any cheaper. Uh, and we can't even afford to burn the stuff that we do have. Mm -hmm. so, um, uh, so bring on the electricity. The only problem at the moment with hydrogen cars is it's like buying a petrol car in 1850. There weren't any fuel stations around where you could refuel it, but there are the beginnings of it, the hydrogen infrastructure uh, going in place at the moment. There's a fuel station over at Heathrow, there's That's one right. in Bristol, there's one in South London, there's one going to be slightly up the A1 very soon, or the M1. And there's going to be 65 hydrogen filling stations around the UK uh, at some point in the next couple of years. Um, at stations like Morrison's and, and Sainsbury's, which is interesting, sidestepping you know, your BPs and your shells. The fact that you can name where the stations are illustrates just how few stations there are at the moment. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. but you know, everything has to start somewhere. Uh, yes, but you need that infrastructure of enough stations um, uh, before things really take off and uh, and this car that we're driving at the moment this uh, uh, ix35 uh, fuel cell vehicle is is one of what's going to be a, a mini fleet of about a thousand cars that they're going to be running in the UK more or less as a you know as, as, as a as a trial and demonstrator of the, of the technology and during that time, there'll be more stations rolled out, as you say, with a target of 65 by, by 2015. Hyundai are very proud of the fact that they're no longer building what are effectively prototype fuel cell cars. They've already entered what they consider to be series production. We're sort of beta testers now, I suppose. But when you're building a thousand cars and they're talking about building 10,000 cars at some point in the next few years, that's, uh, that's quite a ramp up, isn't it? That's, you know, they, uh, and they're talking about refining the production system uh, so that they can build them mass production. Uh, it's a simple machine though, isn't it, really? If, I mean, the rest of the car's the same. It's only the, the bottles in the back, the electronics and the, uh, and the motors. That's that would it, be different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you would think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yes. It's um, uh, it's it's just the, it's the different powertrain. Um, we know how to build electronics. We know how to build electric motors. I've got to get over three lanes now, haven't I? 
Thank you very yeah, much. Even in a hydrogen fuel cell vehicle negotiating London traffic is still uh, a little bit primitive. <laughs> yeah, and I've, actually, I've been on the on the hydrogen fuel buses that run in London a couple of times, um, which of course had a slightly sort of. Uh, they look a little bit top heavy because of the, the large hydrogen tank they carry around uh, in the roof. But they're nice and quiet, I would imagine, like this. Uh, yep, yep. Um, yeah, as far as I know, it was a, it was a good, quiet ride. I have to say, this is a very cool vehicle. If I knew I had a hydrogen filling station at the end of my road uh, and one in North Wales and one in Leeds and one in Cornwall then I could own a car like this you mm. could just go off and use it hey let's see if fuel cells work in reverse quiet I like fuel cell powered cars uh, they're quite cool but as we all know the coolest thing about the fuel cell is it was invented by a Welshman <laughs> is this the yes, first Welsh actually, and, and you, you, Gareth didn't actually make that one up no <laughs> no I didn't that is actually true it's actually, something that actually. the Welsh are very proud of that we invented the fuel cell uh, in 1839 was the guy was it we uh, now where do they want it this? It was quite a long time. I'd, I'd put it up there I'll on the way. put it up over here, yeah. Where we were before. You know, the fact that um, it powered the command and service module is pretty cool, but the fact that uh, the fact that it was invented by a Welshman and driven by this Welshman for the first time <laughs> makes me very happy, indeed. Are we on the kerb? No, no. Garrett Jones on speed!